Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sweaty Sexy Truth Podcast. I'm Jeff Magnuson, owner of Magnuson Athletics. And I'm Mackenzie Grace, the owner of Graceful Gains. And in today's episode, we're actually diving into nature versus nurture and how your surroundings will affect your habits and your life satisfaction. We're basically just talking about environment and how it plays a role in so many different aspects of your life. Exactly. It's really important how much environment does affect your entire life and your entire life's projection. But I think before we get started on this, it's important to understand the difference between what nature versus nurture actually is. So let's just start off with nurture. Nurture is your environment socioeconomic groups, geographical location, weather patterns, what your community does, job opportunities, all that kind of stuff. Whereas nature is your genetics, it's your DNA, it's what you have as essentially a path as what's going to be beneficial or what may not be beneficial, even down to diseases. So when it comes to nature versus nurture, I think it's important to kind of have your own opinion on what you think is more important than the other. Because a lot of people will say, oh, well, genetics are everything. Whereas other people will say, well, you know, your environment is everything. And I know where I stand on this. So where do you stand on this? I think that both play a pretty important role in a lot of different things. I think I just have that opinion based off of my own personal experience because for me, I came from a childhood that was pretty rough in terms of just what that nature is. And and then I think about the generational trauma that's within my family. So it kind of had like, both roles playing against me in a sense and although my mom did her best there was a lot of things that did happen in my childhood that weren't so great and then when I look at my life compared to the way my brother's life turned out I think that there are a lot of big differences and so I think both play a role because there is something to say about genetics but there's also something to be said about just your environment and for me I did leave home at a younger age than my brother which changed my environment and then changed literally the fabric of my life. Totally. And that kind of like brings me to a point that I feel is very important because I'm in complete agreement with you. And that's that saying that genetics loads the gun and environment pulls the trigger, right? And it's actually been proven through um, not only history and just statistics, but also through epigenetics. There's been a lot of research on this over the last decade or so about epigenetics and how your genetic code is written for you at birth, But depending on your genetics, or not your genetics, but your environment, certain things will be switched on or off, affecting your entire projection of your life. So if you are somebody that deals with alcoholism as a family trait, right? If you are in an environment where alcohol is celebrated or that kind of behavior is really tolerated or pushed upon in in a socioeconomic way or a social standpoint, then you have a very high chance of becoming an alcoholic and falling back into that pattern, right? Any addiction is kind of like that. Um, same with like if you're surrounded by a bunch of people who are very successful in business or you know in relationships, you have more examples of how to be successful in those areas as well. So you have a better chance, once again, of seeing success in those areas as an individual because that's your surroundings. Yeah, well, it's like the saying, like, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I think that can be very true and also not very true. It's similar to what you're saying you know we've seen and lots of us have seen this play out like people that have really successful parents with a lot of money a lot of opportunity just fall down the path of drugs and addiction and just like wasting their life and then we also see a lot of entrepreneurs nowadays and really successful people nowadays coming from really shitty backgrounds and really shitty lives so don't totally agree and i think that 
those scenarios, especially the ones where you see very rich parents or parents that have set their children up for success with everything they could possibly want as far as opportunities, and then watching them flush their life down the drain, I think it's almost because they don't know any better or or they see that part of life. And because they don't know anything different, it doesn't seem special to them. They don't value money. And so they just avoid and escape and then jump into drugs because it's cool or whatever, and then get caught up in that whole scene and essentially could ruin their life <laughs> because of that, right? Um, whereas you see prime example, you, you chose a different life path and you've worked every single day to make sure that you saw that through. And that is why you're here today because you chose to do something different instead of falling into any generational issues or anything like that. And you've proven yourself right. You've been able to be successful and you're greatly successful and you're, we're living a dream together. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, and I think that like that that's not uh, like a singular situation. I think that happens for a lot of people that we know that are super successful. And and just in terms of epigenetics, the there's been studies that show that trauma is passed down through genetics. Like they they have actually talked about how trauma can leave chemical marks on your DNA and actually be able to affect those marks passing down to your children. And there's been lots of talk about how as a woman when you are pregnant not only your feelings but your experiences are passed down through the womb and then you go further than that and you think like the mothers of that and it goes back and i think that the epigenetics can potentially influence the way your genes are expressed and that's really important and as well as just how it will affect how inter- individuals respond to their stress process emotions and even shape your behavior and like your psychological well-being as well as like just not only do you have the genetic side of it but just events experience in generations can not only influence genetics but can also influence just family dynamics and i think that's a big thing too right how you were raised by your mother will affect how you are raising your children. I'm a prime example of that. I know that everyone in my family absolutely did their best, but my mom experienced a lot of trauma herself as a child and that got passed into her relationships with then which then got passed into my childhood and just like you said I've worked really really hard every single day to not have that play out in my life because just like Genetics can be affected, the environment can be affected, and it can just influence like parenting styles, dynamics, cultural norms, and etc. Yeah, and I think it's also really important to touch on the fact that like, I truly don't believe when it comes to parenting or some of the generational trauma that's been passed down, that any of it is truly intentional. I believe that most people are just making the best decision that they can for the, the environment and the place that they're in. They're literally doing the best that they know. Right. And so I also think it's important not to like uh, villainize or, you know, be defined by anything like that in your future because it's not important, but it doesn't have to define you as who you become as an adult. All of us have the choice. Right. I mean, prime example, I really didn't appreciate some of the things that were happening in my childhood between some of the discussions that were happening between my mom and dad here and there. And so now I'm very sensitive about how women are treated. And do I blame my dad? No, because he was doing the best he, he freaking could. It's just, it is what it is. But I, cho- I choose not to act in that same line as, as he did. Yeah. 
Totally. Absolutely. And I think this is a really deep layer of nature versus nurture and just how environment affects your habits and your life satisfaction. Because not only could we speak on this from childhood's perspective and like what we experience and what we're choosing to do differently, but even in just like the last two years, three years of our relationship, we've experienced this. When we were back in Edmonton, both of us like can speak on how that environment were was affecting our habits was affecting our life satisfaction i know for me when i first came up to edmonton it was a big opportunity absolutely because of where i was coming from but eventually we just got to a point where it was no longer filling our cup and we were constantly moving traveling to be able to have that space from there and every time we come home we would just feel that almost like emptiness in a way where it just didn't feel like it was bringing us happiness that we were both wanting yeah totally it was just not inspirational and i truly believe that we grew out of it and that's why we were traveling so much because because we were looking for that inspiration from everywhere else that we could try and find it and we were looking for it constantly because we weren't getting it where we were right and that's not to say edmonton's a bad place it's not a bad place it just is not for us and that's something that we learned i had been trying to get out of edmonton since about 2016 or 2017 and (laughs) i didn't leave because i had an amazing career and i was in a relationship for a while and i was doing all the things that i thought i was supposed to be doing and edmonton was a place where i could like tick all those boxes on that phony baloney successful life check sheet that is indoctrined to us through school and you know religion and fucking everything else um but it got to the point where it was just feeling empty my growth was being stunted and as i continued to grow and grow i realized that edmonton was not the place for me and i tried to leave a few times and it just didn't work and then finally when you and I got together, this is exactly what happened. We were traveling like every eight weeks <laughs> just to get out and to, to have a break from everything. Like our finances were really low out there, which was great. Or like our cost of living was low. We were making lots of money, which was great. But it was just like, what's the point? What's the point of being there? We didn't have a community that was driving us to change and to grow. And we weren't having those really deep conversations that were sparking us to challenge our previous beliefs and anything like that right we did have a few friends where which i still greatly value um the relationships and there are opportunities for us to have those conversations on occasion but it just wasn't quite the same right and it goes both ways too like i didn't feel inspired to have those conversations either being there so like I take at least 50% of the onus when it comes to that kind of stuff. But it was just so obvious that we had to get out of there after we came back from traveling. Well, yeah, I don't think it was like, oh, we got together and we're like, oh, we need to leave Edmonton. Edmonton served its purpose for us for a lot of our relationship. But I definitely agree that after we left for three months, we had the itch before we left for sure we had talked about it we'd actually tried to get out to Kelowna last year and it just didn't work out with the way the rental situation was out here and the time of year and everything else and again like everything happens for a reason Edmonton served its purpose for us we were able to grow so much of our businesses and that's why we grew so much as people and then therefore grew out of Edmonton and I think that's where like the big gap became is because we can like we're pretty much in a pressure cooker with each other being in business courses and working on ourselves and spending all of our time together going to the gym meal prepping working on our businesses going for date nights when we could when we wanted to and that really just put us in this pressure cookie cooker to grow and really kind of separated us from the environment of people out there because our lives comparatively to a regular lifestyle like you said checking off that box and that checklist of things that we all kind of 
assume in life you graduate school you go you go to college you get a relationship you buy a house like that whole thing we took a completely different life path and that's really what led us to grow out of Edmonton and so after coming home after those traveling those three months we were home for what like 36 hours before we're like no like we were only excited to come home because of our mail because like you know we got to see our family and, and things like that traveling for three months on the road was a long time to travel <laughs> oh yeah and we came back to winter and we came back to the cold and like i think there was just so many little things that added up which is what brings us to today which is like being so incredibly grateful for our life as it is now and like again i think that's why edmonton served its purpose we wouldn't have been able to probably push and grow as much had we not had like i said that pressure cooker environment between the two of us where it was like well there's nothing else to do here for us we're gonna go to the same park that we go to every single summer and we're gonna do the same thing every single day because that's just really all that was available to us and go to the same two festivals and <laughs> float down the river when we have time and yeah like in no way am i shitting on anybody that wants to chase after that lifestyle where it's like yeah you you graduate high school you go to college you get your degree or your trade you buy the house you find a partner you have a couple kids and then you go camping every weekend in the summer and then hockey and dance in the winter and then you live that life on repeat until the kids are in college you know if that's your version of pure happiness then i'm cool with that right i love that but for us i knew that was just not reasonable i knew that i didn't want that at all not especially not in edmonton i did not want that in edmonton it like you and i've had the discussion about kids and we're still undecided but we both knew we weren't having kids in edmonton <laughs> it wasn't gonna happen and some of the habits that we we're utilizing as ways to disassociate in edmonton were just not serving us anymore like we were smoking a lot of a lot of weed every single night it was like part of our pattern we'd come home uh, from the gym usually we'd make dinner we'd smoke weed we'd disassociate we'd watch the office <laughs> you know monday through friday that was our life most most weeks right because we we're so tired from work and then just uninspired by our surroundings and having the same conversations over and over again and it just needed to change and and i'm so happy we're here now because being here is totally different feeling i can say for a fact that this is the first place i've truly felt comfortably home in pretty much as long as i can remember since i was living in hawaii that was the last time i, I really felt like that was where it's like take a deep breath in and out and it's like this is like i'm home this is the first time so it feels really good to be here i feel totally inspired to work hard <laughs> and and to continue pushing for the success and the impact that i'm looking to to do and to to have right with uh the business and and then the friends that we have are just fucking amazing and and everybody's on their own journey but in a similar way and so it's super inspiring and motivating to talk to everybody that we have in our circle and uh, just lots to do there's hikes there's mountains there's lakes there's boating there's sunshine there's everything and so kind of it just feels different and it's inspiring because i know that this is going to take us to our next level and then essentially we can go as far as we want from there well and that goes back to just how much environment affects your happiness and habits because we had a good life in Edmonton and there's nothing disregarding that. Like you said, we got to travel every eight weeks. How many people can really say that, especially nowadays? And it gave us a lot of opportunities 
Um, but in that same breath, the lack of community, lack of inspiration. And that's what a lot of people were doing in Edmonton was like drinking on the weekends and not doing much during the weeks. And so there was a lot of just influence to go to festivals and go to bars. And we weren't even going out that much and just wasn't pushing us in that way because especially just being in an apartment I think there was so many different factors being in an apartment being in a two-bedroom place when both of us were working from home made our work situation pretty uncomfortable made our house situation pretty uncomfortable and so that's what kind of spiraled and everyone finds those habits to kind of disassociate whether you're drinking or smoking weed or whatever you're doing to avoid your emotions that's what it just got to and exactly that's why things are so different here that's why we feel at home that's why we feel so much better that's why we feel so much happier that's why we are inspired because we have a community of people that are fucking amazing and that exactly like we said are on their own journeys but in similar ways because we actually have a community of like entrepreneurs here we have people that are talking about doing big things and it's not just about buying a house having kids buying cars like and those things are cool and again we're not shitting on anyone that's into that and doing that but that's just not our life path right now and that's where it goes back to environment right because if you are hanging with people that are doing that well that just seems like the normal next step just like if you hang around a bunch of people that do blow on the weekends and drink all weekend well that's going to seem pretty normal to you too (laughs) you're just going to fall into the habits and patterns of people around you it's that cliche saying of if you hang around five people that are doing this thing you're going to be the sixth person that becomes the person doing that thing And so that can be a really positive thing and or it can be a really tough thing. And I actually just put this on my story on the weekend, right? Because you, me and Brittany, we were at the gym and we ended up spending almost like three hours at the gym. And both of you actually did more steps on the treadmill because I am in a cut right now and I was doing 40 minutes of cardio. And I just don't think a lot of people or a lot of people that are starting their fitness journey they don't really yet have that environment and it's like really tough for them to stay consistent on their journey because when they go home they have all of these other triggers that trigger them into old habits and old patterns because of the people that are around them because it's weird to go to the gym on a Saturday and spend two to three hours there hanging out doing your workout doing your cardio and so once you surround yourself with an environment of people that are doing the things that you want to do it'll become much easier to do the things that you want to do too. Yeah, absolutely. And I can attest to that statement from personal experience before the relationship that I was in prior to you. uh, I had to hide and downplay my love for fitness greatly to keep the peace. And uh, it was really, really challenging. And it made it very, very difficult to be as invested as I wanted to. Right. So, yeah, totally, totally agree with that. I think it's really important to remember, although Jeff and I had the opportunity to move provinces, which is a pretty big move, not everyone is necessarily going to have that opportunity. Um, I mean, definitely wasn't cheap moving provinces by any means. And I know like for a lot of people nowadays, like it's a lot to just take a flight, you know. And so I think what's important to remember if you're sitting here and you just don't feel inspired, like I know with our community of people now, every single time we hang out with them, like I leave and I'm just like, I can fucking take on the world. Like I feel so jacked up. I feel so inspired. Like I just feel so good to be around these people. I think just like really starting small, like if you're thinking about in terms of like the gym, people get like really anxious about going to the gym, which I think is so funny because everyone in the gym is so like open and they're so like, how many friends have we made here just in the gym specifically here? We had friends in the gym in 
Edmonton too and tons of them and we were regulars there and I think it's like once you get there consistently you do build a community of people and then just like that small thing can trigger something else maybe they'll introduce you to someone else or something else and and it's just starting small with that and realizing maybe the areas in your life that are like not bringing you satisfaction maybe what habits do you have that you realize aren't serving you anymore like we got to the point where we realized that smoking weed so regularly wasn't serving us and wasn't making us feel good. Um, changing those habits, changing those triggers has been a really positive benefit for us. And then having a different community of people has been a big positive benefit. And it kind of starts like that, right? It's just these small changes of, okay, well, if this is what I want, how can I get there? And actually an old mentor of ours would always say, talking about like paying to be in the arena. And I think that's important too, if you're, if you're kind of trying to hit that next level of like, you really want to do something like you can even do something as small as like paying to be in a volleyball league in your local city like that's going to get you into the room with other people that are into playing volleyball (laughs) something like that like finding a community of people that you can get into and then that's going to open up so many different avenues if you can't find that at home like you can't force people to change with you if you want to change you have to take the action to do so and getting um kind of specific about the areas of your life that you find aren't serving you. I think that's like one of the biggest things is increasing the awareness about what it is that you are doing in your environment or what it is that you have in your environment and then really questioning on whether or not it's serving your best interests in the direction that you want to go or not. Because once you have that awareness and once you understand the different areas that may be either benefiting you or pushing you in the right direction or the latter, then you can really decide on whether there needs to be a change or not. I'm going to be the first to tell you that this, that this becomes very challenging because when you grow and you truly grow and you become your best version, your environment changes, which means your community changes, which means some people are not going to understand, nor are they going to appreciate the fact that you're in a sense, leaving them behind. Now, I don't like that term because I don't feel like that's really what it is, but that seems to be the way some people feel is like they're being left behind. Well, yeah, but left behind but might not be the right terminology but the space between you grows like uh, and i've expressed that to you and different relationships with people that i've had in my life just that i used to be really 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 close with and i feel the space has grown because of how much i've changed but going back to your original point there i think that's really important because that's how this whole thing started for us as in edmonton we started to talk about the things that we felt like we were lacking in our life we felt like we were lacking community in edmonton we always felt like what is there for us to do here besides go to the mall go to the same park we felt that lack of inspiration that lack of creativity the home situation again something we wanted to change like there was a lot of different avenues that were like this is just not serving us anymore we need something different and that's what created such drastic change for us which was like moving provinces and i don't think that needs to be the same for like maybe you're just like new again going to the example in the gym i'll always try to relate it to the the gym and fitness if you're just new in the gym you not all your friends are going to give a fuck about you going to the gym and that's just like it's not their responsibility so go to the gym and maybe join a group class or oh there's oh oh yeah you know what i used to do when i was young and single i'd find like facebook communities would get hooked up with like other single females and i would do these different things like you got to put yourself out there and put yourself in these environments so exactly like what you said figuring out where in your life you feel like 
your life is no longer serving you and your environment and where you're just not feeling happy and then taking these small actions to make changes it doesn't have to be moving provinces it could be running a new class or making a new friend even as small as a coffee shop just the other day me and Brittany were at a coffee shop and we were talking about content and social media and this girl was sitting beside us and she's like, hey, I don't mean to be eavesdropping on your conversation, but I just heard you talking about this. And now we're connected on Instagram and now we're going to be working, doing a coffee work so- session together. Like That's how little it can be if you just have the courage to do a little bit. It doesn't always have to be moving prom- provinces and uprooting your life and getting a divorce and, and <laughs> never talking to your parents again and <laughs> anything crazy. Like It doesn't have to be as dramatic. It can literally be changing your daily routine in a small way right even that even going to a different coffee shop or going to the night yoga class instead of the morning yoga class right anything like that it can increase your awareness about where it is that the areas of your life are lacking and then you can make transition we got tactical that's how we did it we got tactical with with the areas of the life that were lacking and it really came to light for us when we traveled to houston we did that three-month trip And that's why we took action so quickly when we were back. It was 36 hours. I felt like, if I'm being honest, I felt like I was being poisoned. (laughs) I felt like my environment was poisoned. And I, I told you that when we got back, I'm like, I don't feel good being here. I have anxiety. I don't like what's going on. I feel gross, right? Uh, And yeah, it was six weeks later we left. (laughs) So we were very lucky that we were able to do that because I know how difficult it is. And yes, it did cost us probably close to $10,000 to move provinces and (laughs) everything for that one month with damage deposits and everything else. But money can be made. (laughs) Money can always be made. Yeah, (laughs) doesn't need to be so drastic. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sweaty Sexy Truth Podcast. We really appreciate you stopping by. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay updated on our new weekly episodes. And if you'd like to get to know us better, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Threads, and TikTok. We really appreciate you tuning in. And if you'd like to find us, our social media links will be in the show notes. See you next time. Bye-bye.